Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Adrienne Richardson. She is an advertising professional who offers Facebook advertising, coaching, and done-for-you services. So, Adrian, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, John. So, in looking back at a little bit of your history, uh, you've got a bit of history in the uh, ad agency and publishing game, but what uh, what led you to Facebook uh, advertising really as a primary business? Well, when I first started my business, I was a full-fledged marketing agency. Um, my background was in PR and marketing, and so I figured, hey, I'll just start an agency and do everything I know how to do. So I was writing copy and I was writing press releases and everything that falls under the marketing spectrum. And when I got introduced to Facebook ads, uh, I mean, it intrigued me. I really liked them. And the more that I did them, the more I fell in love with them. And when I was able to combine my marketing and advertising kind of knowledge to Facebook ads, I saw that I could get really amazing results. So over about a year span, I started doing more and more ads and less and less of the stuff I didn't really enjoy doing anymore. And eventually I was left with just Facebook ads. So that's really all I do now. I don't offer any of the other marketing services, but um, that's kind of the path that led me there. Well, and it's interesting because it's 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 one of those um, tactics or channels or whatever we want to call it that I think uh, is just ripe for a professional and outside professional, mainly because it just seems like every week they change something significant about how the game is played. Yeah, you know, Facebook is funny because it's so accessible. Anybody can go on there, they can log in, they can set up ads. And so a lot of people do that. You know, they think, hey, I can use Facebook. I can just go in here and click this and I don't need to know, be an expert in it. But what kind of makes, forces them to seek help sometimes is because Facebook's constantly changing this platform. So it's almost impossible for just an everyday business owner to become an expert in that and still really focus on what their true genius is. Do you... Um Maybe you're going to say yes to this because you've chosen to, to go that path. But, I mean, do you prefer Facebook advertising over, say, Google AdWords, or do you just see them as different animals? What I love about Facebook, and I do Twitter ads, and I haven't really ventured out into the Google AdWords space. But what I love about Facebook is that, you know, they really have the largest database of almost anybody in the world. I mean, they're as far as how many users they have and the amount of people that are on there and the time they spend there – that's where their friends are, their family are. So it's just they've really done a really a good job of attracting the user and keeping them on their platform. And so no matter what industry you're in, really, I haven't come across any business owner that their audience cannot be found on Facebook. I mean, because there's such a vast number of people there, for almost every business, your audience is there. It's a captive audience. They're on this platform every single day all the time. And, and so that's why I love it. One of the, uh, the challenges, I think, for a lot of advertisers is, is understanding um, what I think is the significant difference between those two platforms. I mean, because obviously you can make a case for everybody's on Google too, right? right. So when I go to Google and I do a search, I have a very specific intent. I'm trying to find something that I've you know clearly put in there. And so Google's able to show me ads because they have a pretty good idea of what I'm looking for. On Facebook, people go on there to look at pictures of their grandchildren and happen to bump into an ad. So does that does that dictate how you actually advertise? I mean, uh, you know, the message, the, the images, the way you get attention? Well, you see, people think they're just happening to fall, stumble across that ad. But when you're running your ads correctly, you are actually specifically targeting people who are going to be looking for your services. So it's kind of a 
it's almost a flip-flop, whereas on Google, your ad is created waiting for someone to search that keyword and it pops up. On Facebook, it's kind of the opposite, where you've already done the research of what you know your audience will be searching for or is interested in, and then you're going out there and showing that to them and putting them in front of it. So if you've actually properly researched your audience and have set up your targeting correctly in your ads, you're gonna know, you're going to be putting your message in front of the right audience because Every, when people think they're just going on Facebook and they're looking at pictures of cats or, you know, looking at their grandchildren or whatever, they're also, Facebook tracks every single action that we take on Facebook. So they know what types of interests you have, what pages you follow, you know, what hobbies you have, if you're married, if you're divorced, like if you're a mom, they know all that stuff. So you actually can very specifically target your audience um, that's searching for or in need of your service or product. Do you find yourself ever saying, you know, here's a business I really can't help. I mean, here's somebody that I just, you know, well, let, let me ask that in two parts. Either do you find people that you just say, I can't help, or do you, or do you also find people that you're like, yeah, this is a perfect business for this? I mean, there's definitely audiences that are much more challenging to reach. Uh, I would say people that are trying to reach those that are in like the um, – HVAC or plumbing or electric, like those kind of, there are certain industries where the people that attracted to those work environments or industries, they're not as tech savvy. You know, they're not online. My husband's an electrician. He barely goes online. Like, so I have worked with people that when they're trying to reach people in those kind of, um, that audience, there are more challenging just because those people don't tend to be online as much, but it, it's just you have to be clever in how you're targeting them. I worked with a woman recently who her audience are people who own landscaping businesses. And she's like, these guys are cutting grass all day. Like, they're out in the field. They're not online. They don't even really get on Facebook. How am I going to reach them? And with some helping her with targeting, in less than a month, she built her Facebook group full of people who own landscaping hmm. businesses. She had 600 people in her Facebook group in less than a month. Wow, that's – yeah, that's – uh, obviously, that's so huge because then you know it's like tailor-made community, which right. everybody's after. So, yep. where do where do people generally go wrong? Uh, maybe with advertising uh, as a whole, but obviously specifically with Facebook. Uh, so, a couple things. The the first thing is that they don't properly plan. Uh, if you're going to run a radio ad or you're going to run a TV ad, you're going to plan out that script. You're going to hire a professional videographer. Like you put a lot of planning into all the other types of advertising uh, mediums. But with Facebook, again, I'm assuming because it's just so readily accessible, anybody can go on there, click some buttons and set up an ad. They don't properly plan. So they're just kind of like, hey, I'm going to try this. Let me throw this against the wall and see what sticks. And then it's it's a flop. And so they're like, oh, Facebook's, you know, crapshoot. It doesn't work. And that's mistake number one is they just don't really take it seriously and put the thought and effort and planning into it like they would any other type of advertising. And then the second mistake that I see is they're not putting the right message in front of the right audience. And we know in marketing that's, I mean, that's key, you Mm -hmm. know? And so the same thing applies to Facebook is that you've really got to know where your audience is hanging out on Facebook and put the right message in front of those people. And when you do that, it, it works like hotcakes. You um, were kind enough to send me a couple uh, case studies of, of some real-life clients that you've worked with and, um, 
have some you know different markets and different needs and different goals. And so why don't we spend a little time uh, going over those? I think people love to love case studies because they can sort of find themselves in there, um, and and hopefully. Uh, things can be more relevant. So I'll just kind of toss it out and you and you kind of set up you know, who they are and what you did for them. But uh, the first one you sent me was uh, Russ Ruffino, uh, Clients on Demand University. Yeah, so Russ uh, sells a high ticket uh, program. His, his audience are, you know, entrepreneurs, mainly service-based that are in the coaching or consulting business. Um, and they are looking to create a service where it's kind of higher level, increase their prices and bring in a different clientele. We generate leads directly from Facebook. We we run ads to cold traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, people you, who've never yeah, heard. I was going to say explain that term in case somebody doesn't. <laughs> so know. cold traffic are people who've never heard of Russ. They don't know his business. They never heard of him. They have no idea what he does. Right. So we run ads to this audience that never heard of him before. They go through a webinar. So this is an automated webinar. It runs at the top of every hour. And so if someone clicks on his ad right now, it's going to say that you know the the um, webinar is uh, starting at the next, you know, mm-hmm. uh, top of the hour. And they go through the webinar, they watch this webinar, and then they book a strategy call with uh, him. And, you know, his program is a five-figure sale, you know, price tag. And so people directly from Facebook, because we've very highly targeted these ads, the copy's on point, the targeting's on point, takes them through a webinar, and within 48 hours, people make, you know, a five-figure purchase from someone they've never even heard of before in their life. And you did share some numbers. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you want to share those uh, publicly or, or not, but uh, the return seems pretty good. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the amount we spend on Facebook averages, you know, varies. Um, there's months where we're spending fifteen thousand, twenty thousand, sometimes even thirty thousand. It just depends on you know how many leads we want to generate for that month, if it's holidays or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and from people going through this funnel and make you know the sales that he's made, he's, he's generated over two million dollars this year. Um, and so there's a huge return on investment there. Uh, and you know, a lot of people think like you have to have a blog and you have to have a website and you have to be properly branded and you have to have all these things and all of those things are important in marketing. But what I love about Russ is he teaches people that you can make money without any of those things (laughs) (laughs) where, you know, you got Facebook ads, you can make money without any of those things. And he does it every day. Um, now, now let me ask when, um, you know, some people listening might think, well, spending thirty thousand dollars a month—you know—that's a—that's a huge budget. But I, obviously, you probably didn't start day one doing that. Uh, to no. Describe maybe kind of how you worked up to that. Yeah. Well, with a lot of people who come to me and 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 I do their ads for something like this, you know, we might start at fifty to a hundred dollars a day. I mean, yeah. I've even had people who start at lower than that if they're just starting out. And you don't want to put a bunch of money into ads until you know you have a sales funnel that converts. Right. You know, that's another mistake people make. Let me just throw all this traffic at this thing, and I'm going to make a ton of money. Right. And then their funnel, their marketing funnel, is terrible. Right. And so you do want to start out small. I'm a very conservative spender. I like to start out small, like I said, $50, $100 a day, even if you just do that for two or three weeks. And then you can, the numbers, that's the other thing I love about Facebook, is that the data doesn't lie. So you can look at the numbers of what you're getting from the front of the funnel to the back, and you'll know exactly where the the missing links are or the weaknesses are. And once you get all that dialed in, then you ramp up your ad spend because you know you've got every step of your marketing funnel dialed in and you're going to make a return on investment. Do you feel like a, a, a primarily local business could generate a significant amount of leads, you know, given that obviously their, their geographic targeting might be limited? 
I do. And what's great about that is that you don't need as much money. Right. <laughs> you know, when you're a service-based entrepreneur and you have, uh, you know, clients all over the world, potentially, you have to spend a lot more to reach the whole world. But when you're a local bu- business, uh, you don't need to spend as much. I had a client that owned a duct tape he, or duct um, cleaning, like he cleaned the duct system in your home. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the duct tape guy. You're so. the duct tape. Yeah. yeah. He's the duct <laughs> in your home. And... Um, we would drive um, traffic to pe- for people to opt in for a free, you know, freebie, and then from that, his team would actually contact these people and book free consultations. And so, you know, he was spending like ten or twenty dollars a day. So, you know, he just services the one county in our area, and again, huge return on investment from that. Uh, because there's not as much money that's necessary to reach that local audience. You know, it's interesting. Your first case study was a B two B. Arrangement and and quite frankly, I you know that's one of the complaints I hear a lot of times. People are like, oh great, yeah, if you're trying to reach, you know, moms who want to take pictures of their kids or something, you know, great, Facebook all day long. But if you are trying to reach business owners, uh, not so great. But uh, clearly, you've proven that not to be the case. Yeah, I I mean, Facebook. Uh, most of my clients are actually B two B. And we, we use Facebook every single day, all day to bring in leads. So I actually personally find it easier to use Facebook ads for B2B than to uh, B2C. You know, um, I, again, this is, this is a, a question that doesn't really have an answer, um, a good one anyway, but I'm going to ask anyway, you know, what, what's the future? I mean, is that, are we like in the heyday of it now or do you think it's uh, only going to get bigger? Well, you know, that's a great question, and I wish that I was a fortune teller and I could, <laughs> I knew the future because I would be, a, you know, billionaire. But what I can tell you is that Facebook is very strong right now, and I don't see that weakening anytime in the next, you know, three to five years. Uh, just super strong. They're doing a lot to uh, make the interface even better for the user. And that's what they care about. You know, a lot of advertisers get mad because they're like, oh, Facebook did this to me or did that to me. But their main yeah. <laughs> goal is to make this amazing platform that the user wants to stay on. Because if they can create a platform where the user's there all the time, then they're going to make billions of dollars in yeah. advertising sales. So their main focus is making this an amazing experience for the user. And as they continue to do that, it's still going to be relevant. Will it eventually go away? Most things do in this tech space. So Mm -hmm. I tell people, you need to take advantage of this right now while it's hot and heavy and it's working. Like, don't sit on it. You need to take advantage of it. So uh, the second case study you gave me, I I think bears a tremendous resemblance to the first one. It looks like you were doing cold traffic and it was essentially a a coaching person. Are there some differences in that one? Uh, and, And that's Emily Williams. Yeah, so Emily, the only difference with that from Russ is that she's not taking people through a webinar. So she's got kind of an email sequence set up that sells people via email. Hmm. So we're running cold traffic, again, people who've never heard of her, and offering them this you know, free video for them to watch in exchange for their email address. And then through her nurture sequence and her email funnel, she's then selling them into programs or she'll invite them into something later on down the road. But she's got that system in place that's converting those sales for her in that way. And one of the things I hear you saying, and, and uh, you haven't said it directly, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it out for listeners, is that uh, what 
you attract people to and and the value and the education and the process of of you know going through your your funnel uh, your you know sequence whatever you want to call it you know is such a huge part of making this work it's not just a matter of you've got a great ad and you've targeted great you know obviously that that whole conversion part has to be something people are interested in in going through and and find value in um, if you're going to actually particularly if you're going to sell something that's a little higher dollar yeah and we that's the thing with paid traffic you know you don't want to spend money on Facebook ads until you've got something you're going to do with those leads on the back end that's going to convert them to sales and that's another mistake that people make they're like oh I'm gonna just go on Facebook and I'm gonna create an ad and I'm gonna spend ten dollars a day and they think they're gonna put ten dollars in and get a thousand dollars out right. and you know it can work that way if you've got a really high functioning sales funnel um, but it's just like publicity if you go out and get a bunch of publicity but you have no sales funnel in place to convert those leads then you just got a whole bunch of publicity for nothing it didn't it didn't serve you in any way so Facebook ads are the same thing you know you can buy all the traffic you want but unless you have something in place to convert that traffic to sales, then you're kind of jumping the gun. Yeah, and and as much as people don't want to hear it, that's really what you need to start with. Yeah. Um, buy some really inexpensive ads and get your conversion figured out before you right. really think about uh, upping the game. So let's jump number three because case study number three that you gave me is um, substantially different, I would say, than the other two. Uh, and this was the University of California uh, Integrative Nutritional nutrition department yeah what I love about the University of California so they're very different than any of the other any of the other clients I have and that is they've got a long-term vision for their marketing they're very patient so like Russ and Emily it's run some ads get people on a list get them on a webinar make some sales mm -hmm. okay so that process is very short and it works it's great University of California the department I work with is the integrative nutrition department and they are creating and selling products and services for people who want to have convert to a plant-based diet okay so these are consumers mm -hmm. not students they're not looking to recruit students for the college that's not what I'm doing with them yep. and they do content marketing so they write three new blogs a week and I create ads for them to drive traffic to those blogs and so it's just content, content, content. We pixel their audience. So that's a piece of code that goes on those blogs that Facebook now remembers all those people that came to that site and they'll remember them for up to six months. And so they have this long-term, very patient marketing plan. So we run these ads, we just spend 10 to $15 a day running traffic to these blog posts that they've created and pixeling the audience. Then a few times a year, They'll do webinars, live webinars, and all we do is run ads to that pixeled audience that they've been to their website now, they've read a bunch of their blogs. This is a very warm audience. Mm -hmm. So when we run ads, retargeting ads to that pixeled audience, number one, they convert super cheap because it's a warm audience and they're highly responsive. So they get webinar registrations for real, like, a third of the price of what Russ or Emily would pay for them yep. because this is a warm audience. And then the percentage of them that purchase from those webinars are even, you know, triple four or five times what, again, you would get from a cold audience because these people have been reading their content over and over and over again. And so I love their, what I do with them because it's more long-term vision. They're more patient, but in like six months we pixeled like 3 million people hmm. and they're just spending $10 a day. Yeah. And now they've got this custom audience of 3 million people who are warm, who know who they are, and every time they do a webinar, they get about a 400% return on their ad spend. 
Yeah, and I'm guessing that they get better show up rates and all that kind of yep. stuff too because of, of that approach. So, you know, what I love about that case study too, of course, is, is you know, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there going, well, gosh, I can afford $10 a day. Yeah. So, so, you know, you don't have to be uh, in the category of spending $30,000 a month to, to make this pay. So if, if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, gosh, people keep talking about this Facebook thing, you know, what, what, what's kind of your recommendation for getting started? Obviously, we, uh, we've already covered that job number one is to make sure you've got something people you know, want to buy <laughs> if you send them there. Uh, but uh, how, how does somebody get started with Facebook advertising? Really, they, and, and I, I hate to say this, but they really shouldn't try to just do it on their own. Um, whether it's they buy somebody's training or they get personal one-on-one help from someone who's an expert in that space, um, they really should get help. I mean, like I said, nobody's going to do a radio or a TV commercial by themselves. You know, they're going to bring in experts to help them who know what they're doing. So they should seek some type of training um, or help to get started. And, and, you know, I'll I'll throw in here, and and listeners uh, of mine will will recognize this message because I say it all the time. There's probably other better things you could be spending your time on doing, too. And I think that that's a a part that uh, this whole, you know, not, not only is... Have we kind of acknowledged that maybe Facebook's a little complicated or it's changing dramatically, but it, it, spending time on figuring that out may not be the best use of your time. So, you know, finding yeah. uh, somebody you can trust uh, to do that while you go to work on your conversion process um, exactly. might be a better use of your time. So um, where can people find you uh, and find, uh, again, I know you have various services that you offer to, to kind of meet various budgets, I, I suspect. Um, where can people find more about uh, your services? Yep. Um, they can go to my website. It's adrianrichardson.com. And that's A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, richardson.com. And on there, um, I do offer a done-for-you service where I take it completely off their plate, or I also have classes for those that are the DIYers. There's right. a little bit of everything there, and they can learn more about me. Awesome. So appreciate you joining me uh, today, Adrian. Obviously, this Facebook advertising is is Looks like there's a little bit of something in it for everyone. So uh, really, really important topic. And uh, hopefully we'll bump into you out there on the road. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. 